I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where each and every day I bring on new business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at AskAdamTorres. Keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, moneymatterstoptips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Chris Deerdorf on the line, and he is the CEO over at Magic Flight Studios. Uh, Chris, welcome to the show. Great to be here, Adam. So I'm excited to get more into what you're doing over at Magic Flight Studios and how you're helping your clients. But before we do that, yeah. let's get a little bit more into your background. So how did you get started in business and as an entrepreneur? Yeah, great question. Well, I, you know, I think I, I've always possessed the entrepreneurial spirit, even going back to high school and college, where I think I uh, was certainly a self-starter and very, very independent Um but uh, I think like a lot of people coming out of college, wasn't entirely clear what I wanted to do. And so um, came out of college and, and uh, was fortunate to land a job with GE here in Boulder, Colorado. It was kind of the inside sales job. And, and um, you know, I would say that kind of unintentionally spawned a, kind of a long and windy career in the corporate world where um, ultimately I got a lot of great experience, learned a ton um, and, uh, you know, did a lot of things that served me very well, but at the end of the day, I always knew that entrepreneurship was, was in my heart and it, it took a while to, to finally act on, on kind of that, um, you know, that desire, but I, but I did, uh, a few years ago. That's awesome. Um, and so, you know, obviously everybody's entrepreneurial journey is different, right? So we all learn yeah. the ups, the downs, everything in between. Um, if you were to give some of those uh, new entrepreneurs that are just getting started some advice, what kind of things would you tell them? Um, I would say never underestimate the value of incremental growth and time. Um, I think mm. I, I, I think a lot of budding aspiring entrepreneurs like they you know they see you know whether it's the snapchats or you know the uh, instagrams or youtubes of the world you know all these startup sensations and they think like oh like you start a company and it becomes an overnight success and truth be told it, it doesn't really work that way even even the the you know the unicorns it takes time and so i i think the best thing i can recommend is like um you know, really, you know, start small and be nimble and focus and then look to incrementary grow from there and, and kind of almost think of it like, um, you know, almost like kind of a, I can't think of the exact term, but almost like an expanding circle, right? Where mm -hmm. like it's, you start off very, very small um, and then slowly you're kind of increasing like your spear um, to where like what you're doing is getting bigger and bigger and better and better and making more of a, more of an impact. And so, um, so yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd say that and, and just, um, I think, uh, you know, it's, it, it in terms of time, it kind of goes back to, I think it was maybe Tony Robbins or someone who had a quote where people, uh, overestimate what they can accomplish, um, in in a year but underestimate what they can accomplish in three years or five years and so um being an entrepreneur now going into my well i guess i've been doing this four and a half years 
it's pretty incredible looking back in terms of all that's happened over those four and a half years. Um, and in, in a lot of ways, like things I wouldn't have imagined, but it's still funny how in the short term, uh, oftentimes I feel like I'm, you know, I'm not achieving as much. I'm not as getting as much done. But when you kind of look over, look at things over the scope of time, particularly a number of years, that's where I think things are a little bit more impressive. That's awesome. And I, I love that, uh, that example of talking about being a sphere and that you're growing in influence and size and really, um, and, and things are really starting to take off for you. So I, lo- I love that example. Um, Chris, let's let's switch it up a bit. Let's uh, let's get into more of, of what you're doing over at Magic Flight Studios. So, um, what kind of clients do you typically take on, and uh, what kind of problems are you helping them solve? Yeah, absolutely. So, we're based just outside of Boulder, Colorado, and um, you know, not sure if, how much you know about uh, kind of the uh, you know the uh, economic landscape here in Colorado, but. Um, it's really become a hub for a lot of technology and innovation companies. And, and um, uh, so with that in mind, uh, we've really tried to kind of align with the, you know, the trends of, of kind of the, you know, the community here. And so we work with a lot of technology and innovation driven companies, particularly, you know, software and hardware companies. Um, and um, the type of companies more specifically that, that we like to work with, we call them scale-up companies. So these are companies that they may not necessarily be like an early-stage startup, but they're still entrepreneurial. They're still growing. So it might be anywhere from, you know, 15, 20 employees all the way up to 200 employees. So, so companies that, um, you know, like I said, are, are growing, are, are fast-paced, uh, and, and very innovative and what um what are some common uh, trends that you're seeing in in your space? So let's talk a little bit more about the Colorado market. So you said that there's you no know, technology, um, hardware companies. Any other kind of trends specifically on the marketing side that you're just noticing? Yeah, well, I think uh, so. This is, I'd say, a common theme within the technology space is um, a lot of people love to talk about their tech. They love to talk about you know, the features and, and the specs. Um, but at the end of the day, what customers really care about is how are you going to solve their problems, right? How is your platform, how is your application, your tool going to make their lives better? And so um, a thing that we commonly have to remind companies that, and, and, and actually do a lot of work with them on is just how to um, have, how to create really con- compelling value propositions and, and how to kind of tell that value proposition through story and content over time. And, and just like realizing that like your, your customers aren't going to like get it right away or, or, or they might get it right away, but they're going to have to be reminded constantly because for one, they don't work in your business, right? They don't know it like you do. And so, um, so I think that's a common, um, just a common challenge and opportunity for technology companies is to kind of, um, stop falling in love so much with, with your products when it comes to marketing and selling them, and rather think more in the context of how your solution um, solves your customers' problems. Yeah, I think that's a, that's a really common theme, to stop falling in love with your product and think about more along the lines of what product or what problems of your clients that um, your product is solving. Now, I think that's definitely great advice there. 
Um, so what what kind of uh, size clients do you like working with? So, I mean, do you work with uh, small business owners listening, or is it only larger companies, or what's your kind of sweet spot? Yeah, well, so, you know, right now we're working with, uh, I'd say, you know, smaller emerging companies that are between, um, you know, 25 to 50 employees. Um, so, you know, these are these are growing technology companies in the area and, um, you know, very, like I said, very kind of entrepreneurial and innovative, but, um, you know, really trying to kind of go to that next level, both in terms of, you know, growth and scale and, you know, are are wanting to invest in marketing to, to achieve kind of that next step. That's awesome. Uh, so, Chris, if somebody's listening to this and they want more information on Magic Flight Studios or to connect with you, what's the best route for them to reach out? Yeah, absolutely. And I think one thing I do want to mention, just I, I realized that I mentioned earlier, so Magic Flight Studios, so we're a, a story-driven digital marketing agency, and, and we help companies um, – Tell their 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 brand story strategically, and also, but we help them incorporate kind of more of a storytelling approach into their their day to day tactical marketing. So you know, content marketing, social media, email, um, press, PR, those type of things. And so, um, if if companies would want to learn more or get in touch with us, uh, they can always go to our website at magicflightstudios.com. Um, they can also check us out on, on LinkedIn, just searching Magic Flight Studios or, um, or Facebook. And then uh, we're also on Twitter at, um, our, I think our handle is at Magic F Studios. Um, so, yeah, those are kind of the main ways people can touch. Fantastic. Uh, well, hey, Chris, I really appreciate you coming on the show today and sharing more about your background and all the great work you're doing over at Magic Flight Studios. And uh, to the audience, as always, I hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, leave me a review, do all those great things we do to support our podcasters. I really do appreciate it. And uh, thanks again for coming on the show, Chris. 